fade in. Exterior, a redwood forest, twilight, full moon rising between trees, green city limit sign next to dark highway. Dissolve two, sign, white block letters, Arcadia, California, population 16,180, freeze frame. Superimpose, episode 30, asynchronous soundtrack. Wednesday, June 3rd, 2009. I noticed something weird about the kids who have gone to them for the bargain. I haven't read Holly's journal. I don't know why. I mean, I sort of feel like maybe I shouldn't read it, because it is a journal, and she probably didn't think anyone would see it beside her, but it's also old? From when she was about my age, I think, so it's not like anything in it would affect her now, but she's my mom. You know, it just feels weird. I've been reading some of the other books instead. Productive procrastination, I guess, but it's been interesting. And like I said, I found something weird. So they borrow people when the solstice and full moon happen on the same night or pretty close to each other. Once I knew that, the timing for the kids going missing here actually made sense. It's interesting. In the 1800s, there were like 10 times when there was the right kind of overlap, but then in the 1900s, there were just two. I figure there's probably some cosmological or astrophysical explanation, but it's just a weird fact that I know now. Anyway, what I noticed was that if you actually, like, compare the kids they borrowed and the dates and stuff, they pretty much always borrow a kid from the most recent generation at the time. I mean, the Falconer kids. That didn't make sense. I don't know if this is true for the other families that have had kids borrowed. I didn't really look at them. But for the Falconers, the kid is from the youngest generation of them. Like, they may not be the youngest kid, but they're part of the most recent group of them. Like, for example, Noble and Grace Warwick, Primrose Falconer's kids, got taken in 1867, and then in 1872, Grace was given back and Noah was borrowed. Noah is the son of one of Grace's cousins, so he's the next generation down. And then in 1886, Amelia Van Houten got borrowed. She's the daughter of Thea Falconer, who married Adam Van Houten. Thea is Noah's great-aunt, so Amelia is his second cousin once removed? I don't know. But she's from the youngest generation. Anyway, the pattern keeps going like that. It's always a falconer from the youngest existing group. Also, Delphine got taken in 1884, which isn't really important, I guess, but it's interesting to know. Point is, there's this pattern, but then it gets messed up. So the last time there was an exchange was in 1991, which is when Delphine came back. That means she was gone for like a hundred years. No wonder she's so weird. In 91, they borrowed Astor Van Houten, except she's mom's aunt, or aunt once removed, or something, whatever. She's a generation up. Mom and Lyndon were the youngest generation. Amelia was 14, so it isn't like she was an adult or anything, but it still doesn't fit with the other ones. And, I mean, maybe I'm overthinking this? I am probably overthinking this, but so far, everything that they do and that we do to work with them seems like it's on purpose, deliberate, like everything that we're supposed to do follows some sort of internal consistency, even if it's super weird on the outside. So, yeah, maybe I'm just finding patterns because I don't want to read Mom's journal, maybe, but it really seems like something happened. 
I mean, like, there's some reason that they borrowed Aster and not Mom or her brother. I don't know why either of them would want to give up an opportunity like that. They could have... I can't imagine not wanting to see what they're like, what where they live is like. I wonder if Elliot knows. Thursday, June 4th, 2009. Notes on the rules of hospitality and whatever. Movie notes. I still haven't figured out what to do with Lavinia's brothers. They need to be really prominent characters, both to reference properly back to the play and to tell the story of the film, but I'm really having trouble not making them into caricatures as opposed to actually believable people. I'm starting to think I might need Are you to... going to prom with Elliot? Hi, Leah. Hi. So are you? I don't know. It's in like a month. Yeah. So? Well, he hasn't asked me. So you ask him? I can't do that. Why? I just can't. Nico. What? Really? What? Do you want to go with him? Yeah. I mean, if he wants to go. Oh my god! Why do you care anyway? I thought you weren't going to go. I didn't say that. I said no one was going to ask me. So did someone? Nico! Anyway, we're talking about you. Yeah, but has someone asked you? Attention students, this Friday, June 5th, is the cutoff for prom court nominations. Submit your nomination paperwork at Tardy and Dapson's check-in window before the last bell on Friday to have them counted. Again, this Friday, June 5th, is the cutoff for prom court nominations. Submit your nomination paperwork at Tardy and Dapson's check-in window before the last bell on Friday to have them counted. <sighs> prom court. I thought you wanted to go. I do. It's still an archaic sexist ritual. It would just be sort of neat to get nominated. What? It's not like there's a chance I will be. It would just be nice. It means someone actually wanted me around. But it's not going to happen, so just forget it. Bet you get nominated, though. Me? No way. Nico, you're a falconer. Sure, but it's not like You that. could win if you wanted. What are you talking about? Prom queen. You could win. <laughs> In what alternate universe? I'm serious. Okay, yeah, sure. How? Make a bargain. What? There's a full moon coming up. Make a trade. I can help you write it out. I did mine and it worked okay. Isn't that kind of... I mean, that seems really petty for them. <laughs> Bargains don't have to be life or death things, Nico. Sure, but shouldn't they be for something important? Sounded like Leah thinks this is important. Right? I... A little, I guess. Maybe. Then why not go for it? I like my fingers, thanks. 
<laughs> they aren't standard currency. You'd work out something fair. I don't know. That sounds like a really not great idea. It really isn't that big of a deal. It is, though. I mean, it sort of is, right? Leah... Just think about it, okay? Leah, I don't think... Do you... Will is acting really different lately. Yeah. You weren't really considering it, are you? <laughs> Over prom court? No. Good. Okay, uh, I gotta get to class. I don't know why he'd have it. No, he'd have it because they... The house is protected. I know that. His room is protected. Both of the rooms are. Mom and Dad always... <sighs> the salt lines were broken. But I fixed that before. Nico must have found it. If he found it, he read it. Maybe he doesn't... <sighs> Maybe he hasn't figured out enough. <sighs> God, the Baldwin boy. He's... He's got to be one of theirs. He he wouldn't be like that if he were just... I shouldn't have talked to him. There's no way he did it that he doesn't... His eyes, though. I can't. Nico's not going to listen to me about him. Karen's on his side. But I can't have him coming to the house again. It's too much for... It has to be here somewhere. Mom? What are you doing in my room? Oh, Nico, honey, I didn't think you were home. Are you going through my stuff? No, of course not. I'm looking for... Get out of my room! I... I'm sorry, I was just... Get out! I... Cannot believe this! What the hell is wrong with her? In my room? In my drawers? Does she not even trust me anymore? How could she... The recorder's on. It hasn't done that for a while. She wasn't like this in the city. I haven't changed. I don't know why she's all of a sudden treating me like I'm... I don't even know. I wonder if the recorder... She was looking for Lyndon's journal. Of course. I need to start locking my door. I don't know what she's got against Elliot. She's acting like he did something to her personally. I get that maybe she has issues with his dad or uncle or whatever, but Elliot wasn't even born when she left Arcadia, so I don't know what the hell her problem is. The tape player did the thing again, where it turns on by accident. It's been really useful when that's happened before. I've seen enough here now that I think it is possible that it isn't some short or battery issue or malfunction or something. I don't think it would be a bad thing if something was helping me out with recording so I could hear things I needed to hear. I want to say that, oh, this is crazy, and it's my imagination, and I'm just being weird and trying to find a supernatural explanation for perfectly ordinary equipment malfunctions, but honestly, I think if by now I don't consider the supernatural to be just as likely as the natural, that 
would be crazy. So, uh, if something, uh, someone is sort of nudging things or hitting record or whatever, it would be, I'd like it if you maybe just kept doing it or something. Maybe I should set up another recorder or a couple, maybe in here and I don't know, maybe downstairs or something just in case. That would be a bit excessive. Even if someone is helping me out, asking them to keep track of multiple things is kind of pushing my luck. But I think I'm going to think about it. And uh, if this really is someone, thank you. I need to read Holly's journal. They gave it to me for a reason. It was one of the three proofs. There's something in it I need to know. I just... It's hard. Mom's already... There's... I can't trust her, and I hate it, and I worry that whatever's in the journal will make it even harder for me to believe what she says. That's it, really. I hate this feeling that she's lying to me, that she's been lying to me, but even even just from what I've heard, what the tape caught, she is lying or not telling me everything I need to know to make an informed decision, which isn't right. How am I supposed to do anything if I don't know what's happening, much less how am I supposed to decide if I want to just step out of my life and go live, go become, I don't know. But I'm not going to figure anything out by doing nothing. So I need to read the journal. I need to see what she's hiding from me that they think I should know. It would be the inhuman entity whose intentions and morality are outside our understanding who's the only one being straightforward. Smash cut, black screen, over black, roll credits. Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Will Sudsworth is played by Thomas Fleming. Leah Webster is played by Kaylin. Holly McCleary is played by Vanessa Haas. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Media. It is written and directed by Lee Seguente and edited by Eric Seguente. More information about the show and its cast can be found in the episode notes or at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com. Fade out.